Today in Canadian history for May 17th, I'm Mark Affelt. Colin Jack Caldwell became the first Canadian to save his life by parachute when he jumped out of a Vickers vedette over Montreal on May 17th, 1929. This made him the first Canadian to join what is referred to in the aviation world as the Caterpillar Club. The club's members consist of people who have bailed out of a disabled airplane using a parachute. The Vedette was the first airplane designed specifically for the Canadian landscape and the first plane manufactured in Canada. Made of wood, the Vickers Vedette was built for landing on lakes in remote areas of Canada's interior. The plane was not a commercial success. Referred to by many as a boat with wings, the Vedette was only in production from 1924 to 1930. To learn more about the Vedette, I spoke with Shirley Render, the executive director of the Western Canada Aviation Museum. The museum possesses a replica of the Vedette that is the only example of the plane in the world. Was it common for planes to be made out of wood at this time? Back in the early days, planes were, were made of of wood and fabric, um, some metal. I think it's just one of the. It's just one of the early planes that 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 um, was used, and it was used for a for a variety of of things. Uh, a lot of it just simply patrolling, either for for mapping purposes or patrolling for forest fires, um, patrolling for a number of things because there was um, an observer that could sit in the front of the plane. But it was not a particularly useful plane because, as you say, it could only be used spring, summer, and fall. Um, the engine was large um, and did not produce much horse horsepower. So, and and the pilot and the observer got very, very wet and got very cold. Um, so very quickly, the flying boats were were overtaken by by other planes. As I mentioned earlier, the Vickers Vedette went out of production back in 1930. And not only was it the first airplane manufactured in Canada, but only 60 of them were ever built. Now, as none of the originals survived to the present day, the Western Canadian Aviation Museum had to rebuild one. And, worse yet, all of the original designs known to exist were lost. Shirley Render explains how the museum went about building a lost plane. Um, well, for us, uh, we had the only replica in the world. We had our underwater dive team retrieved the burned-out remains of a Vickers Vedette um, from uh, a very shallow lake in northern Manitoba. This was done, oh, I think about 1976. So um, um, this Vedette had been set fire intentionally, actually by the Manitoba government, because they could not get the, the Vickers Vedette out of this, this little lake where the, the pilot had landed. So when our, our divers brought up um, the pieces, and uh, some of them were in large chunks, but some of them were, were, were had been pretty badly burned, uh, they, they put them into specially made boxes uh, that were laid on the side of the shore so that as each piece came up, it was it was placed in a a, a box which had already been lined with a, a preservative material, and and the box was like a grid, so it, it was like p placing pieces of a puzzle. Um, 
in in boxes so that as it rose to the to the surface um and then they they swam it over to to the shore it was it was put in the particular little square that would most represent where they found it on the bottom so this as you can imagine was a very time consuming effort i don't remember now how long it took but obviously it took quite a long time and those boxes uh we we just you know put in put in storage um a number of years later our ground team retrieved um, a Vickers Vedette that had crashed in the west um, and had crashed in a mountain. So we have the hull of that here also. Now, it just happened that one of our volunteers had retired as the chief aeronautical engineer from Bristol Aerospace. And when he came to the museum and inquired about the aircraft that we had to be, um, because at that time we were not in this large space, we were just in one room in um, in downtown Winnipeg, um, and we told him that we had a Vickers Vedette, uh, and he said, "Oh my goodness, what are you, what are you going to do with it?" And we we said, "Well, we're not too sure because we we have no plans. The Vickers plant in Montreal um, had burned, and with it were all the drawings. We ourselves don't have any drawings. We haven't been able to to find anybody with any drawings, and um, we we just don't know how we're we're going to proceed." And he said, "Well, I may be able to help you." He said, "I've just retired." as the chief aeronautical engineer at Bristol Aerospace, which is here in Winnipeg. Um, When I came to Canada in 1924 from London, England, my first job was with the Vickers plant in Montreal, and I worked on wing ribs. So talk about um, luck. So when we moved into this site, um, Mr. Newey, Doug Newey, literally put a big sheet of brown paper out on the floor and all of the remains of the burnt out um, Vickers Vedette and by now shortly after that we brought in the hull of the other of the other one that we retrieved and with with all those million pieces and his hand calculator he came up with a set of numbers which eventually were run through the computers at Bristol Aerospace which produced um the set of drawings that we then used to um, create the um, the rep- replica Today is a day full of Canadian history Pierre Sayer was brought to trial over charges that he was illegally trafficking furs on May 17, 1939. Although Sayer was found guilty of breaking the Hudson Bay Company's charters, pressure from the Métis caused the company to no longer use the courts to enforce their restrictions on private trading. The trial was a huge step towards the ending of the Hudson Bay Company's monopoly of the fur trade in British North America. King George VI became the first monarch to visit a Commonwealth country when he visited Canada on this day back in 1939. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CGSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Barima and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. And now it's time for an amazing piece of Canadiana trivia. Did you know that brothers and Manitoba farmers by the name of Doug, Theodore and Nicholas Frabe 
built Canada's first helicopter on their farm back in the 1930s. Their device predates any known production helicopter. The homemade helicopter was donated to the Western Canada Aviation Museum by the Frabe family, where it is currently on display.